We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What's going on, Packers fans? Welcome into another edition of the Pack a Day podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Fralick. Alongside me is Janelle Mackey, Eli Berkovitz. We've got the full squad going into Super Bowl weekend, guys. A lot has been happening from the last, I would say, last you know week and a half. If you will, um, two weeks definitely from when the Packers season ended, but like it's been, I would say, an enjoyable offseason thus far as a Packer fan. Um, you know, seeing a new defensive coordinator come, Joe Barry kind of it comes full circle. He takes a coaching gig down with the Dolphins, but ultimately it's been a lot of good vibes coming out of um, twelve sixty five Lombardi, and it's I think it's a multitude of reasons. Some of the young talent they have there, how they exceeded expectations there, and I'm really excited to kind of just talk about things that are going on in the Packers sphere. We'll get to um, Hall of Fame inductions or inductees. They haven't been officially inducted yet, but the honorees that are going to make it in, a couple Packers to get to. Uh, some comments we've heard at down at Radio Row this week, which have been awesome. Jordan Love spoke up and spoke to his new favorite fan or you know, favorite new fan, I suppose, if I said that correctly, Kay Adams. Um, and we'll definitely be hinting at and talking about the, uh, the best, Truly the best NFL fan out there, and there's only one of those, so we'll get to that later. But we'll start with Janelle. Janelle, Super Bowl week, like it's it's fun, it's cool, but there's just, there's so much hoopla going on. There's so many different things to consume. You and I both like seem a little bit behind um, catching up on content, but anything that says stuck out to you this week as far as like the honorees or, you know, we'll get into those, but anything that you've seen thus far, and did you watch the Pro Bowl last week and anything that you've seen from the last, we'll call it seven days leading up to the Super Bowl? Um, I didn't really get a chance to dial into the Pro Bowl. Um, had a kind of busy weekend. 
last weekend, so didn't have too much time to be able to do that. But yeah, just been trying to keep up with all the craziness. I know um, we've got a lot of allies down on Radio Road this weekend um, covering some content for the Super Bowl. So that's been fun to see um, just some different faces down there. Um, yeah, I, it's kind of like I'm just living vicariously through them and seeing all that fun stuff. And it, um, you know, it, I know that Packers aren't in the Super Bowl, but it's still kind of fun to see our guys down there and kind of getting their their flowers and just kind of enjoying the week for what it is. Um, I know that not the most exciting Super Bowl for us, I'm sure, but you know, Usher is still performing at halftime, so that's something for me to be excited about. And Puppy Bowl going to be huge. I think right now it's Bark Purdy versus Fred for the final. So got to keep tabs on that. Uh, yeah, I mean, just this is a really long, long work week for me. So it's been hard to kind of keep up with things. But the the bits and pieces that I've been able to get, it's still, yeah, like you kind of had mentioned, it's been a, an enjoyable off season so far, which I know um, just due to past the past with like contracts and who's going to go where and all that with with having such a young team you don't have to worry so much about um all those things because they're so young that they're still on first deals so that's kind of nice to kind of just have a little bit more of that peace of mind that defensive side of the coaching staff has started to fill out um so it's been fun to see it's going to be a whole different ball game on that side so looking forward to that and yeah just um it's been a crazy couple weeks and hopefully more positives throughout the off season as we go. Hell yeah. Uh, you, you sandbagged a little bit there, Janelle. You said you weren't tapped in. You knew the name of Fred and Bark Purdy, so wasn't prepared <laughs> for the inside scoop on the Puppy Bowl. But no, it's a good reference. Like There's always these things going on, and there is so much going on, and it's it's awesome. And you definitely mentioned, and I, I forgot to mention this at the top of the show, is like, yes, all the people that are connected with either Pack-A-Day podcast, uh, Packer Report, Anywhere that you've you know been a part of Packaday podcast, Cheesehead TV family, like all, all the people across the game on Wisconsin, everyone, like it's awesome to see that people are able to get down there. Like I saw Dari and Tom Grassi had a picture together. Like just people just meeting up is just very cool to see the you know the the family that is the the Packaday podcast or even just Packers content in general. It's awesome to just see them to go down there because that's a, a massive moment um over in Vegas. And it's it's been really, really cool to watch and just see the relationships develop. I mean, Wes Hodkowitz doing a piece on Tom is like incredible. Obviously I'm already kind of hinting at what the last uh, segment will be of this episode. If you didn't get that already five minutes in, but um, Eli, anything else you've observed? I'm, I, you know, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but possibly you do have some insight on the puppy bowl. I was told by sources, maybe that's inaccurate. Uh, maybe that's, you have to go to, you know, subscribe to where you're putting out your content these days, but any insight to the puppy bowl lines, Eli, and what have you noticed since, um, you know, the pro, not the pro bowl, the, uh, I guess the pro bowl has been done, but the super bowl and radio row has been going on. Uh, yeah, obviously I have some inside information. I mean, I'm not going to spend my weekend gambling on dogs that I don't know about. And I'm okay. just tell you this much. If yeah, you you'd be the first there, person to line up and put a bet on the Puppy Bowl. Be honest. 100%. 100%. If you think I'm not, you're out of your book. You got to, you know, like they say, diversify your portfolio. You never want to put all your eggs in one basket like some silly game of football. We all know the real action is on the turf with the dogs. So, again... If you bet on Bark Purdy, just burn your money. There's no way. He's not a finisher. He's not a closer. So you're team Fred. Yeah, you got to go with Fred. It's Is just that, that your dad's name? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. 
My dad has always been great at winning dog competitions, and it's not going to stop this weekend. So there There's some bias in your betting here, some bias, but we'll allow it. So I just want to say that Eli's co-hosts of this episode, his co-hosts across Pack Day, nor Andy Herman support any sort of bets wagered on dogs and to uh, diversify uh, your portfolio, <laughs> as he said, uh, that way. So please bet responsible as always, but I'm not necessarily sure how much faith I would have in betting on any sort of animal. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe dog racing is the lane to get into first, but I don't know if the puppy bull is there, um, but shout out Fred. I think Fred, yeah, I'm just picking Fred. It helps that it's Mr. Berkowitz's first name, but um, I'm not picking <laughs> Bark Purdy, so that's never going to happen. But guys, let's get into things a little bit more um, national as far as like, you know, the history of the NFL. We had, um, the inductees get announced last night for the Hall of Fame class of 2024, which we know will be enshrined. Um, was that July, August? I think early August. We've got seven gentlemen there, two that fall into the, like the senior category, the legend category, whatever you want to describe it as, and then five like modern day players. Um, first off, we got Dwight Freeney. Everyone knows him. Crazy good pass rusher for the Colts back in the day. Devin Hester. Not much else seems to be said. Probably should have been into the into this into the uh, the Hall of Fame well before that. Andre Johnson, very, very good receiver, as we know. Patrick Willis, probably his career cut a little short for the Niners, albeit he was playing versus the Packers quite consistently, but one of the best linebackers I can remember. And then the final current day player is none other than Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers, uh, I was a huge fan of when he was in the league, and I hated to have to you know watch him from a distance when he was on Carolina or the Bears, but then when he was able to wear green and gold, um, I remember waking up and a friend had, this is even before Twitter. And I think, I don't even know what he sent me. Like it was a picture he must've saw on Facebook of Julius, like on the field, holding up a Jersey or it was just down on the field and at Lambeau. And it's like, he had signed his contract. I think the Packers might've put that out on their website and incredible that he ever was a Packer and very fortunate to see him just be an absolute menace that he was, even as he was older in his career, there, like still able to be very, very productive and disruptive. And one of my favorite players that the Packers have ever um, acquired via you know a, a free agent, not a homegrown talent. So Janelle, any anything about Peppers? I mean, it's just just a unique freak. One little stat that I ripped from Rich Eisen from last night was uh, only player in history to have 100 sacks and 10 picks. So pretty pretty impressive feat by him, and just an absolute beast. And people forget that he played basketball in college. I don't know if you guys have heard that before, <laughs> but he did he did do that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it, it truly is an honor to know that someone like Julius Peppers has worn the green and gold and he represented it so well, um, just as a freak athlete and also just as a quality person. Um, one of my favorite Julius Peppers memories actually came after his stint in Green Bay. And it was, I believe, because he played for Carolina after us, correct? So I believe this was Rogers was just coming back from that collarbone injury. And they were playing each other. I want to say this was maybe around Christmas time. The Packers were going to try and, you know, run the table 2.0 and see if they could make something happen. And I remember, um, you know, obviously Pepper's going after Rogers, trying to make plays and, you know, successfully completing those, making the tackles, sacks, all that stuff, you know, just the Julius Pepper's way. And then after the game, he was talking about how his intent was to, make the play but not hurt the player because he you know obviously is a former teammate of Rodgers at the time he you know he knows what it takes to to be a football player has to make the play but he didn't have the ill intention to go out there and try and hurt him when he's already banged up and I just thought that was 
it stuck with me because it was so classy and it's just that's who Julius Peppers is. He was a very classy player and he played the game um, you know, like a like a monster, but also with, you know, good intentions. Um, so mm-hmm. that's just that's the memory that stuck with me the most with him. You know, obviously he's made a thousand amazing plays, but that was just you know, a glimpse of his character that has stuck with me all these years. And I have terrible memory. So the fact that that's something that sticks in there uh, obviously means that it's very important to me. <laughs> yeah. Comes across like as a gentle giant, like you're saying, knows when to turn it on and be a savage, uh, but can just, turn it off and be respectable. I really um, just I'm, had so much, so much more extra love for him in that moment because any guy could go out there and try and, you know, re-injure him because obviously Rogers mm-hmm. one of the greatest to ever do it um so he could have easily gone out there and tried to take him out but that was just a true moment of class for me that has made me respect him all that much more and my so memory I, albeit I go publicly, ahead sorry I just I don't know if I would publicly say Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest to ever do it I wouldn't want you to get canceled <laughs> thanks Eli so sorry <laughs> the, the pre-production the pre-production notes rolling into the actual productions of site to be seen. Yeah, Aaron. I mean, just yeah, he's not a good guy, Eli. We know that. Um, to to piggyback off what you said, you know, yeah, you were right. Twenty seventeen, December seventeenth, uh, Panthers won in Carolina. Rogers threw three picks. Preppers had half a sack. I would imagine the impact of Peppers in that game was more than just a sack into half a sack. Excuse me, into tackles, like you said, definitely disrupting the play, but also impacting the way that, you know, the respected level was or is still for him as he gets into the Hall of Fame. The last two uh, players are the senior grads, if you will, Randy Gratishar and then Steve McMichael, who did have one season for the Packers in 1994, I believe. Um, You know, just played on the Bears mostly, had one season for the New England Patriots, one season for the Packers, and subsequently retired after that season with the Packers. So, um, I don't really have much to say about him. Obviously, I think Julius Peppers probably sticks up for most of us. And even if you are a very, very diehard fan for one season, you got I mean, it's great that McMichael's getting in, but definitely Julius Peppers, as a Packers standpoint, takes the nod there. So the next thing I want to get into, and Eli's already hinted at it, um, and that's why I'm kind of just jumping to this because it's there's been conversation this week, of course, around Aaron Rodgers, him going on a famous or infamous, whoever is, I guess you're talking to, uh, podcast breaking down some of the recent things that has just culminated through his career and et cetera throughout the universe. But um, there has been comments throughout this week, Eli, that have been picked up, whether it be um, about the Packers or about the teams in the NFL. But there was a great piece today, um, and we saw Kay Adams, who's always kind of fangirling over players, and not in, not in, in a very professional sense. She's uh, really, really great at what she does. I think she the way she listens and kind of has conversations with players or anyone is like really inspiring. Um, and I, I really appreciate how she does it. But truly today she said something to the effect on Twitter after he was on that being Jordan Love uh, on the show saying I'm like a new best friend or a new fan. But um, Eli, you were going through and we we're just talk, kind of talking about like it was awesome. We had heard all these things going on this week, but finally Jordan Love was able to sit down and we kind of got to see him as a face of it. Right. We saw some pictures come out maybe on Thursday night um, during, you know, um, some of the ceremony, that's when I kind of saw him pop up a little bit more. But definitely today, it seemed like a pretty good PR run for Jordan Love. And, of course, his sponsor, State Farm. But kind of just dive into a little bit what um, Kay Adams said. Maybe that some of that conversation, Eli, I know was kind of a short segment for them. But it was still kind of impactful. Some of the players he had mentioned, some things that uh, definitely were brought up in the Twitter sphere today. Yeah. Um, on Up and Adams today, you know, obviously they talked about the season and the tournament. 
playoffs on the Niner game, but I think just some of the the main takeaways was number one, you know, singling out Romeo Dobbs, and obviously we know how great he was in the playoffs against the Cowboys. He also had a good performance against the Niners, but in general, you know, kind of he's called you know sort of you know Romeo is my guy, someone that he clearly relies on, and Dobbs, you know, maybe had quieter games throughout the stretch of the season, but looking at the receiver group, I mean, every receiver had up and down games because their ball was being spread around so well. But I I believe Romeo Dobbs is still, you know, kind of what, and I believe this going into the season, it's not to pat myself on the back. I just think it remains mm-hmm. true that I think Dobbs is kind of his safety blanket. You know, it's, if it's, if it's third and four and, you know, where do I go? I think he trusts Dobbs the most right now. And that's saying a lot because I, it, I think he trusts Reed and Wick. Dobbs is really great. And then he also, you know, mentioned Aaron Jones, of course, how great he was in the playoffs, calling him the leader of the offense, the leader of the team. And, you know, for a quarterback, yes, he's young, but having the season he just did to come out and say, you know, a running back is the leader of the team, leader of the offense, I think that was, you know, shows good humility and character. And then again, you know, this awful, awful guy that used to play for the Packers that I feel bad even mentioning the name. He texted him, you know, obviously a ton throughout the season, but during the playoffs before the Dallas game, you know, made mention to, if everyone remembers, Aaron Rodgers' first career pass in the playoffs was intercepted, very unlike Aaron Rodgers. But he told, you know, Jordan Love, don't go out there and have your first throw be a pick because that's just no fun. Obviously that didn't happen, but he said, you know, Jordan said, it's like, it's just been great knowing that I can talk to him, you know, whenever I need, and he's always there. And look, if there's one thing I know about bad people, it's that they help out others. So, Absolutely. Uh, honestly. leaning into it tonight, not even loves having it. the same. It's no, I'm, I'm going at, because I'm done. I'm, I'm totally done with it. Like, whatever, the world's yeah. what you This is what happens it, when we record later than usual. It is. It is <laughs> look, it's fair. past my bedtime. And there are, there are things to tie, try to tie a bow on that. It's like there are things that people in this world, whether it's you know our three opinions, you know, there's certain things that we won't say or do because we're we live in a situation where we can't just get away with something. I can't just go up to my girlfriend and say whatever I want because that probably won't end well. Just like Janelle can't go to her boss and say something, and get away with it, and Eli can't do the same thing with. You know his bookie down the street, like he's not paying. Like there's there's certain things you can get away with once you reach a certain point, and that's kind of where Rogers is. Is he can live by his own beat of his own drub and whatever he wants to adhere to, but it is unequivocally he's truly, as he said on Rogan, he like he just doesn't give a bleep, and it, that's fine, that's fair. You just have to deal with the consequences consequences of that kind of foot in the sand mentality. So I understand why people are upset about it, but yeah, to, to still be hopping on someone of their opinions on something that continues to come up with new information and new, just everything is just, it is what it is. Um, but I think, yeah, the people that were attacking him for even just getting injured and wanting him not to play, it's just like, people suck. People are trash. And of all the weeks, Janelle, to not be in a pessimistic, angry mood would be to the week leading up to the Super Bowl. And one thing I guys I kind of want to just spend some time on here and I would have loved to do the entire episode about it but there was some news today we wanted to get down to like the hall of fame inductions or inductees and then also some some of the love comments or just things that were he had discussed on K Adams having that huge platform but the one that we definitely need to fan girl and fanboy over is none other than 
Packer Twitter sweetheart, I guess maybe Tom Grassi. Um, I don't know. You know, we have the the pod father. We have the uncle. I like to consider Dusty as that. There's many different lineages and um, merit, not marital, but uh, paternal statuses. We could have our family statuses, but truly, like Tom Grassi is one of the coolest people I've ever met through this Packers content stuff. Having had him on a podcast years and years ago from a different entity to Eli, you and I met him in person back in like, I think it was like July or August. And truly just like the fact that he was, what he was able to do this off season to do 30 stadiums in 30 days, raise over half a million dollars for St. Jude. And to see that perseverance on something with that much dedication was really, really inspiring. And Honestly, I had thought you guys, no kidding, like two months ago, a month and a half ago, they had announced that he was the NFL fan of the year because it just made sense based off of doing that. Like you can be a fan and be a goofball and, you know, dress up in a, a, a costume that takes six hours to get, you know, done, but that's not really doing a whole hell of a lot than other than being a fanatic. But actually, the fact that you're able to raise half a million dollars is incredible. And shout out to Tom Grassi. I mean, there's so much I could go into. Um, Eli, I'll start with you since I know you and I at least have met Tom. I'm sure and I'm sure Janelle's had a bunch of interactions with him. But you know, I remember eating it down at Hagemeyer's for that day, and we were about to leave, and the waitress asking us why we were in town, and I was like, oh, I live here, but these guys are all here, and blah blah blah. Everyone's saying where they're from, and someone says, I don't know, Tom's famous, and he's like, he's just a week off of his 30, 30 and thirty tour, and it's like incredible and just very nonchalantly like no you know i'm just blah 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 you know very humbled as he should be you know he can he can take that but at this time like he doesn't need to be humble right now he should be he is running elbows with Roger Cadell. he's rubbing elbows with jordan love with everyone else under the aaron jones like i'm so happy for him i just want to hear kind of what you have to say about it and um how just how inspiring it really is like i want to hear your thoughts Hey friends, Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, knows that football fans love a great game and a great deal. So we're tossing out a challenge and calling it Pick 6 for Slices and Sticks. If there's a Pick 6 during Super Bowl 58, fans who accepted the challenge on our app will get a free Slices and Sticks, period. We've partnered with NFL legend Derek Brooks of the Tampa Bay Bucks because he knows all about the Pick 6, having returned one during Super Bowl 37. That play led to a 44-yard touchdown and a win for the Buccaneers. So accept the challenge today and win some pizza. Hey friends, Everyone this time of year is trying to get their year started off on the right foot, and I am certainly no different. Football season takes its toll on me, so now is the time for me to start eating healthier, getting more sleep, and getting the year started right. But eating healthy isn't always the easiest, and it's far too time-consuming to constantly run to the store or the butcher for healthy, fresh cuts of meat. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for me. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meats and seafood delivered directly to your door on your schedule. Choose from over 70 high-quality cuts of meat, including my favorite, 100% grass-fed ribeyes. You guys have to see the marbling on these things. They are beyond delicious, and they melt in your mouth. Add a little sea salt, a little black pepper, a little garlic powder. They are to die for. I know you're all busy, and you're probably listening to this now, running errands, mowing the lawn, or driving your kids to soccer practice, and that's exactly why the ease of Good Chop is going to be so perfect for you. Good Chop's price per meal starts at just $3.74, and they pride themselves on sourcing meat that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever. They're so confident in their quality of cuts that they offer a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to goodchop.com slash packaday120 and use code packaday120 to get $120 off your first four boxes. 
That's code Packaday120 at goodchop.com slash Packaday120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash Packaday120 with code Packaday120. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Yeah. Um, number one, obviously a million percent deserve, like you said, you know, being a great fan, like obviously going and getting dressed up and doing the face paint and all that, like it's great and it's fun for the stadium. But like you said, to go and do what he did, you know, raising a half a million dollars for St. Jude's like forget NFL fan of the year, which is big, but I don't know, like <laughs> the world, you know, like outside of yeah. the NFL can probably acknowledge it in some way because it's much bigger than football. So it's great in time. So like you said, like we've met him, Jen, a couple years ago, was he, wasn't he there? Didn't you meet him? Yeah, we did meet him a um, few seasons ago. Awesome. In yeah, awesome. yep. But yeah, so yep. he is, you know, just a super nice down-to-earth guy. Like, I was with him, like, like Jen said, a couple years ago, and then this past summer when me and Matt met him, and I was with him for a few days. Every five minutes, right, for sure, if we're near Lambo, you know, can I get a, you know, Tom, can we get a picture? Can we get an argument? Can we get... Every single time it's yes, and he's super nice, and he'll talk to people, and he's not like, you know, thinks he's, you know, too good or too big for anyone. So it's great. You know, I'm really happy for him. And I hope, you know, to see him again this summer and, you know, get to congratulate him in person. Yeah, it's well-deserved, man. Like, and there were some things he told us about just the way the logistics of getting through that 30 days and some of the support he was getting from fans or from franchises and some um, franchises that were willing to work with him and some not. And I think it's just kind of a full circle moment after him, telling us how how challenging it was to get in the door with certain things and for it to be kind of come all the way around and be like wow not only did he like touch and reach out to all these teams and raise all this money but like the nfl is recognized on a whole and if he came through your stadium or your city and you didn't maybe connect with him from a marketing standpoint or a pr standpoint it's like well now here's your opportunity to grab this guy because he's a part of your league that you represent and it's it's awesome it's amazing um i it, I'm just super pumped for the guy and kind of like Eli, what you were saying is like, yeah, it's like bigger than sports. It definitely is like half a million dollars is amazing. I can't imagine there's anyone in this world, like in Tom's situation in in situation, I mean, very uh, respectfully, like a former teacher grinding out 
putting content out, raising a half a million dollars. Any, I mean, a 1% of the 1% or a CEO of a company probably can write off half a million dollar check and not think of anything, or that's a couple donors putting money up, but like truly like bootstrapping half a million dollars by just using your social platform and YouTube and a couple links, not a couple, but many, many links and getting that team behind him was, it's just awesome to see that you're able to leverage that. And it's, it's, it's incredible. Janelle, I forgot that you guys actually did meet Tom a couple of years ago. I remember that anything from back then, Janelle, that you see now that you're like, it makes sense that Tom did this or just any thoughts in general about the magnitude of the grassy posse and how they're impacting the, um, the NFL at the large. Yeah. I mean, Tom is exactly in person the way he is interacting with him through social media and on his videos. He is just, he's goofy. He's kind. Everything that he does comes from his heart and, it's just so fun to know that one of our own is the one out here, you know, doing his chaotic good as he calls it and being recognized for it on such a large scale. And he doesn't do it for the fame. He does it out of the goodness of his heart. And it's just all very genuine who he is, what he's doing and why he's doing it. So to get to see him with that recognition and, um, you know, from just across the entire league, because he doesn't, he doesn't only single out Packers fans. He makes sure that, everybody feels like a part of his posse and it's just so fun the way that he's been able to do what he's done and put it on the platform that he has and raise and raise so much money for St. Jude and you know make an impact in football and outside of football and just you know all the good that he spreads and it's not just not just amongst Packer Nation it's across the entire league and then some so it's super cool to see him get that recognition all the hype that he is. I know that we we did try and see if he could sneak his way onto the podcast tonight, and he did reach back out to me. It's just insane. You know, obviously he's busy in Vegas, but hopefully connect with him soon when uh, things kind of calm down. But yeah, it's an honor to not only see a Packer fan represented, but somebody that, you know, we have such a good interaction with and somebody that we can call a friend here on Packers Twitter or wherever you may listen to him or watch him. And yeah, it's an honor to know that, I know Grassi the way that I do and just to be able to support him. And I know there's so many other people who feel the same because he makes everybody feel like a friend too. And um, you don't ever have to worry about, you know, the generosity coming from him. Cause I know um, when things have been tough for me, he's reached out and he's done things to help me. So I'm sure a lot of other people can say the same thing where he just, you know, he makes sure that everything he does he does for a good reason and he's always willing to help people whether on a big platform or kind of in the shadows. Um, That's just who he is. And it's awesome to see him get that recognition and he's going to continue to go out and do chaotic good. Chaotic good, man. That is, yeah, that's it. And like, like you said, he's, he has different, like he has characters. We're talking about being a fan, right? He has different characters for different teams, different fan, like niches, like for like the Washington football team and like all these other ones that are just like jokes. And it's so funny. Like some of his older content he put out um, on YouTube, like the, the skits and still some of the stuff he does is just like hilarious. And like, it's honestly, I said the word once and I need to say it again. It's super inspirational. I remember the day about five, six years ago, Tom put out the video of like he quit his full-time job and kind of explained the diatribe between managing his schoolwork just- with, as being a teacher and just trying to juggle all that and getting a different job and all this. And it's like, it's super inspiring to see that you can just continue to live out your dreams based off of what you were working on and cut ties with that. And to go to this level and all the best to him, all the best to the grassy posse. I, 
no idea what's next. I honestly, like, does he get to go to the game? I'm sure he goes to the game on Sunday. Does he get presented at halftime or something? Like, how does that work? Like, I'm sure there's a ton of stuff that he knew was happening before he got down there because he probably had an inkling that it was going to happen. But, like, it, I think, this is putting... I think Wes said that he went out to New York the week before to okay. give him the good news. So, Wes got to go out there and give him the good news. So, I think he was prepared for it That's with good. going to Vegas. But yeah, like now what? Like how long is he like is he doing media stuff now? Like he's going to be it's the streams are going to lack. The the the, the YouTube stream the, the YouTube streams are going to dry up. They, I know he's always doing one in the morning and he's got the collab one with everyone else and it's it's awesome. So I'm super proud of him. Like it's cool like you said Janelle, like just a straight up very nice guy and does a lot of great things for the community and just like internet in general, like not just Packer fans, but like just the internet is a good internet person, um, which takes a lot these days, Eli, right? So uh, guys, as we wrap up, I just want to say I'm very excited for the Super Bowl uh, tomorrow when this episode's coming out, obviously on Saturday. Uh, it'll be great. Win, lose, or draw. I'm excited to see a good game. Janelle, you already mentioned Usher. I know the uh, the ladies that I'll be watching the game with will maybe not watch the game, but definitely those 18 minutes of Usher being on stage as they should. Um, but we'll start with you, Janelle. Let everyone know what you got going on. Any content going on? I know you were watching the hockey game tonight, so if you need to, plug that for a few seconds. But uh, ultimately, let us know what you got going on as we get midway through February here and into Super Bowl weekend and then the offseason coming really, really hard in full swing. I mean, did you really think that I wasn't going to plug Marc-Andre Fleury playing his 1,000th game as a goalie? I mean, I can't even believe he's still in the league. I thought you were going to say he got like his jersey retired tonight. I did not know Marc-Andre Fleury was still in the league. He is playing his 1,000th game as we record this on Friday. So that's like, it, it's just such a ridiculous milestone. Um, super cool for him. I know he... For the hockey fans, tune in for a second. Eli, he actually did play for the Blackhawks for a stint there. So you got to appreciate Flurry. probably. You probably did not appreciate him the way you should have, um, being a lesser hockey fan. But, uh, you know, Flurry played for three teams that I absolutely despised before he came to the Wild. So it's really been fun to be able to cheer for him and root for his success and just enjoy who he is as a person. Um, so it's super fun to just see him get this honor and go out there and do his thing and have his kids call the lineup and all that good stuff. So obviously a big game for the wild here against the penguins who Flurry spent most of his career with one multiple Stanley Cups. So yeah, obviously have to plug, plug our flower here, but aside from that, um, yes, preparing for the super bowl. I complain about not caring about it this year, but I'm sure I'll still go to my parents, watch it, have some good food, enjoy the halftime show. I mean, I'll always thank Usher for saving the Packers Super Bowl halftime show. Um, so I'll appreciate it again this time around. And yeah, now just heading into the off season, not too much, you know, there's not a whole lot of storylines right now that we have to look forward to now that the whole defensive side of things have shifted. Um, yeah, it's just, it feels like it's going to be kind of a relaxing off season. Let these young guys kind of get prepared for the next. And uh, yeah, I mean, anything that's happening, just be sure to follow me on Twitter at big Mac underscore four. That's where I'll be putting out any of my own thoughts on it. Own thoughts and updates on the NHL and everything in between oh and definitely definitely a halftime report on the puppy 
I just said the puppy bowl. Puppy bowl. Yeah, the puppy bowl. Yeah, I'll be sure um, to let you know, Fred or Brock Purdy or Bark Purdy. Yeah, we appreciate I think it. There was, I think there was one named named after Mahomes. I can't remember the entire bracket, but ultimately it came down to Fred on that side. Shout out, Fred. Uh, Eli, let her know what you got going on. Any uh, truly, actually, like not not being facetious or sarcastic. If you do have any. Uh, bets you think are good for this weekend. I know this is a huge betting weekend, so I will give you the equal amount of time Janelle did for um, the hockey plug. But I think it's important because this weekend, even my dad texted me earlier today. I didn't have time to respond, but hey, what 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 are we betting on this weekend? I'm like, what betting on? Oh, that's right, the Super Bowl. There's like 75 different bets you could probably put out. So if you got anything that's inside lane, Eli, I would be willing to take you up on this one. Maybe not the Puppy Bowl uh, line, but uh, definitely – hearing you all out for what you got for that game and then also obviously where you're putting out all your content these days yeah so first off for the game i mean i don't know how the chiefs are underdogs two and a half point underdogs to me is a little ridiculous uh i think barring something very strange the chiefs will end up winning i mean the packers should have beat the niners the lions probably even more so should have beat the niners considering what the score was the Chiefs are not the Packers or the Lions. They will not blow a lead like that. So I would take Chiefs money line. I would take Chiefs plus two and a half. But I wasn't going to mention it, but you brought up hockey again, so now I have to. Mark andre Fleury, good goalie. But as everyone knows, if you've ever seen me in the net, I'm considerably better. I just didn't get to the NHL. Oh, brother. <laughs> you have no idea what could have happened. The amount of shutouts, the lack of goals. There would have been no viewership because there would be no scoring. I would end up getting kicked out of the league because it just would have been unfair to offenses everywhere. Fuck you, do. Um, extremely talented goalie over here. Yeah, is that and, why the Blackhawks are hitting you up? Uh, they called me, but I said I don't want to be a part of the organization after you told me everything you told me a couple weeks ago. So, <laughs> I had a, I had to decline. Good, I said, <laughs> yeah, I said, look, guys, obviously I could come in, save the franchise, me, Connor Bedard, we go all the way, but – I mean, the Blackhawks are trying to dig themselves out of a hole. Adding you to the roster probably does not help them. Yeah, in this situation, two negatives I don't think make a positive. I consider three negatives on my own. So, (laughs) Jeez, just um, let him finish up and let's get over here. Let's get over this. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, And, yeah, follow me on Twitter, Book of Eli underscore NFL, and, of course, any – Thing covering the draft or free agency or any Packer writing over at PackerReport.com. Love it. For myself, you can still find me on Twitter at Matt underscore Frey underscore. That's at M-A-T-T underscore F-R-A underscore. If you have not already subscribed to Packaday Podcast, wherever you're listening to this, please do so. We appreciate all the support, rate, review, send it to your friends, listen to it with your grandparents, with your significant other when you're doing whatever this weekend to get yourself prepared for NFL or excuse me, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, on the YouTube side, of course, make sure you're checking out all the episodes over there. Not only do we th- do 365 episodes a year on the audio side, this year it's a leap year, so 366. Um, we also do the same on the YouTube side, so go check those out. Andy's usually hosting most of those, and between happy hours and live streams and just awesome content, I know we did some great stuff when it came to like um, contracts and the Packer, the way the Packers kind of have pushed money off and kicked the can down the road. There was a really good episode today with a thumbnail of Devondre Campbell. So go look for that. I forget the name of the episode, but 
finally, guys, we wrap up this season and we're going to get into the off season. So I will start diving into the NFL draft more. I already did one mock draft. Wasn't super pumped about it, but I'll definitely be diving into mock drafts more. Always interested to see how these um, big boards continue to be manipulated, especially after the Super Bowl narratives coming out. We already know a ton that have came out about some of these quarterbacks. And it's interesting to see where the dominoes fall and where the value is there, because I imagine the Packers will take advantage of it like they always do with Gutekunds at the helm. But for Janelle Mackey, Eli Berkovitz, I'm Matt Fralick. You guys take care, be well, and of course, go decisions for your company you always look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your process to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy mail checks invoices legal documents books and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code program. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.